0: Welcome! If you just so happen to be listening to this, you are listening to the best podcast in the world. And that comes from the Epstein Power Rankings themselves. Read it in New York Times, in the Dallas W-whatever-the-D magazine. Walking on Podcast is everywhere, and it is for the people, baby. We are joined in the studio today with the lovely likes of... Osiris Johnson that was him hitting the mic and beside him as always his trustful companion his friend till the end Fluffy Morrison that was actually Osiris again Fluffy is too far away from the mic to uh put in his two cents and of course I am joined as always by you the listener letting me convince you and play beta and delta waves into your mind while you sleep, drive, work out, mow the lawn, however you listen to the podcast. What is the average way a man listens to the walking home podcast? Is it on the shitter at work? on the lawnmower, in the gym. What is it? What is it? How do I listen to the Walking Home Podcast? Well, I don't. I listen while I make it. So that is one of the benefits of being the creator of the podcast is I don't have to go back to listen. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Does it even matter? Is there a point to what I'm saying here? No. I don't know where we left off my lovely fans, and I don't know uh, where to begin. I attempt to make songs <laughs> for you guys, uh, you know, and it, it's, I don't know how to get to the middle part of the song, I can build it up all day long, it's just like a, a dubstep song that never drops, and I just don't know how to, um, how to get that middle part in there where it's the the juice, the meat of the song, I don't know how to do that. So I need a producer. I'm I'm working on I'm always working on something. I'm always doing something. There's so many so many uh what what do they call it? So many sticks in the fire. So many uh so many horses in the corral. Uh fucking so many roaches in the wall. Used to have roaches in my wall. I would sometimes see them crawling up the walls and on my ceiling and really weird that was a really weird uh story arc for me was living with roaches has anyone ever lived with roaches that's just it, it is just the most pitiful thing in the world nothing will make you feel feel broker poor and just mistreated than sharing your house with a bunch of roaches i mean life was tough life was tough so one of my favorite shows, Everybody Hates Chris, uh, was just really like, I watched that show and I think, what the fuck? Like, my, my parents were saying the same shit to me. The save the saved money, the the way they were living, trying to save bills. Why, why are, as kids, are we put with the stress of knowing what a bill is? Why do I know that my water got shut off because my parents can't pay it. Why do I need to know that as a as an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old? However old I was, my water got shut off once, guys. That was that's crazy, you know? And I really take for granted the position I've worked to put myself in. And though it may not be a Mark Cuban-esque life for me up to this point, um, did you know Mark Cuban was probably a millionaire by the time he was 25? Um, let's do the facts search on that cause we have the time, right? Mark Cuban, who is very inspirational to me and I, I don't know, he, sometimes his, uh, you know, his political things get out there. They're kind of crazy sometimes, but I, I love Mark Cuban, not, not only because, um, he gave us Dirk and, um, um jason kidd not really but kind of and uh jj barrera and um luca donkey um it all matters to me mark cuban is the man and cost plus drugs is the shizness and mark cuban has kind of been like a a role model to me you know because this is a guy that has success in dallas loves dallas loves the mavericks i love the mavericks um knows what people need, knows it is not uh, a part of the uh, phony, blood-sucking, stem-cell-drinking millionaire club, but seems to be more down-to-earth than any of them um, combined. So, Mark Cuban, How Young, blah, 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 right? Anybody else do this? They just... They just fucking put, put shit in Google, let Google do the rest. He first ventured into business at age 12. He sold garbage bags to pay for expensive sneakers. A few years later, he earned money by selling stamps and coins. At age 16, Cuban took advantage of P- Pittsburgh's post-Gazette strike by running newspapers from Cleveland to Pittsburgh. Look at that man. Out there and making money at 16. Now, was my life that? No. No. By... The furthest thing from it at that, it seems that us poor kids always have the the scheme to get there, to get to a, a, they always have a Mark Cuban scheme in their head, but we just never get the chance to capitalize on it, and why is that? That is because capital, actually, the money behind it, right? You see, like, people start these businesses, they have dads that have 401ks and pension funds and, um, stocks and Roth RIAs and blah, blah, blahs and, uh, Mercedes and liquids and liquids and butter and butter and butter. And they just have unlimited butter. And for us poor kids, well, all it is, is the guns, man. All we have is the guns. What we, we don't have anything that is valuable that gains value. My uh, property is, property doesn't get handed to me when i'm born or i'm not written into a a will or a trust fund that is um guaranteed to support me through life but does that matter neither was mark cuban so does that matter no all, all i'm saying is sometimes i had to stare at roaches when i went to sleep and it wasn't the best time and what does that matter like I said, I I don't I need to give myself the grace, the grace and uh, the peace that I deserve because all in all, I have worked to put myself in a position that I'm in and uh, my younger poor self would be very proud of who I am today and the connections that I've met, the people I've seen on the way and this the life that I've lived. It's all been great and where do I start it from, I don't know, what, what was the first motivation, the catalyst of the, this event here, I don't know, I don't know, sometimes I think it's heartbreak, um, depression, whatever it was, whatever emotions I was feeling while um, sleeping under roaches, and while my parents get divorced, and my, my sisters and I struggle to eat, and we we prepare our own dinners and I'm 12 years old making my own dinner and I'm told to fend for myself at 12 years old. It reminds me of maybe back in the day when Native Americans or some uh, African tribes, you know, they go out, they they hunt the bear, they hunt the tiger. They have to they have to go out in the woods and come back to their to their tribe their village their um place of living and they have to prove themselves as a man they went out and they killed that tiger they killed that bear what is my bear what is my tiger what is the what is the thing i have to go kill to bring back to my family to say hey i'm here i'm him what do i what what is it what is it for any of us what is it for you what is it for me For some people, a lot of people, they find it in maybe money. Maybe people think that the money is what the tiger, the tiger that needs to be brought back to your family. You get your first car on your own and you say, Woo, look at me. I'm paying for this with my own money. Be proud of me. Or is it is it the boyfriend? ooh Maddie thinks I'm cute and me and Maddie Maddie say I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and me and Maddie are gonna get married and Maddie's gonna take care of me and he's got a good job or is it the cat do you go out and do you get a black cat and do you bring it back to your family and say look at me I got a cat look at my cat I take care of him He's good. When do I tell my cat to go fend for himself? Look at me, family. Me and my cat, we're comfortable. That's not it. That's not the tiger. For most people, the tiger is money. The tiger is a a form of success that is so far gone that you've never even once thought to even put your finger on it or to, to pinpoint exactly what it is. You've never thought that because it just seems so far away at, at times. It it seems unreachable, unmanageable. You can't even, I can't even do it right now. I can't even pinpoint what my tiger is when I'm trying to go out there to prove to anybody. Or why all of us feel this ineric, um thing that we have to go out and prove ourselves to people to, who are we proving ourselves to? Is it our is it our parents who we thought had shit figured out? Cuz some some people do have parents that have shit figured out, right? And if you want to impress them, what a perfect life. You go fucking hang out at Beaver's house at the end of the day. If you want to live in a fucking sitcom reality where your parents are so perfect and you're so perfect too and you're, your parents only got a bachelor's but you went out to get a doctor's and your fucking 401k is so much better than theirs and your job is way cooler than them and you're just gonna make so much more money than them go for it go fucking have lunch with the Brady Bunch some shit some of us don't get born into a sitcom or if we do we're born into Everybody Hates Chris where we have to Think about pinching pennies and wearing jackets in the living room because you can't turn the heat on. And then no clothes in the summer because you can't turn the A.C. on. You know how fucked up that is? Think about the fact of having a, a whole fucking heating and cooling unit that you can't use because you don't have the money to fucking use it. Have you been in? Have you been there? Has anybody experienced that? Think about it. Think about Think of the fucked upness of that, right? And we all know where I'm from, right? And they, there's kids, people I knew as children, that are just, they get whatever they want. It's like, uh, sports is your job. Doing good in school was your job. 20 bucks here, great on your test. I would have to, uh, why? I wouldn't even think to mention what I did on a test to my parents. Cause why the fuck would it matter? They wouldn't, they wouldn't care they, it just didn't matter. The successes were, um, measured differently. Not even that they were even had the chance to be measured. Cause it, it didn't matter. There was bigger problems. There's bigger problems. Drug addiction, alcoholism, um uh, Adultery, what have you? Whatever it is, there was, there was problems there, brother, and it wasn't always easy. And I never, never, ever, ever thought it would be. But I get to this point, this point that I'm in now. I'm in this rut, right, where I'm sitting here bitching at rich people. But I could give a shit who's rich, who's poor, who's, who's fucking doing cocaine up their asshole and getting cocaine uh calis calonics what do they call it when you shoot juice up your ass um you know whatever i'm not even gonna look that one up you gotta go figure that one out for yourself look you type in google google right now what do they call it when you put juice up your ass because that's legit what i was about to do because maybe because i'm drunk right anywho what I don't even know why I get to this point where I harp on the rich people because in in a retrospective place and this is something I realized in high school at a young age is that I have to be blessed and I am uh blessed that that is the word I'm lucky to be given a unique experience where shit was gonna get hard all right sometimes shit doesn't get hard you know it's like I can, I can play Madden all day on easy. All day. I can score 200 touchdowns, fucking whatever, right? I can do whatever on Madden, NBA, all those games. I can play on easy all day. But is it fun? Is, does it get fun? Is it fun after a while? It's not fun. It gets, it gets boring. You get tired of uh, beating every team. You get tired of blowing everybody out, breaking everybody's legs. You get tired of it. So my question, white people, are you tired? Are rich people tired? Do do they? This is maybe why so many rich people die such crazy deaths, like uh, dying in a submarine that's going to see the Titanic. Shit got too boring for them where they thought at a certain point in their life, it was okay to get down in a crafty submarine to go look at the fucking Titanic. What is so cool about the Titanic? I don't even get it. It doesn't even make sense. It's not cool. It's a fucking rusted ship at the bottom of the ocean that a bunch of rich people died on a hundred years ago. What is the obsession? You're just too bored out of your fucking millionaire mind that you can't go fucking jack off on a fucking pile of gold or some shit? You have to go fucking risk your life in a submarine? The submarine costs less than what what you've made in this year? Are you retarded? This is why people die so weird. Rich people. What What is the weirdest way you've heard of a rich people dying? Elvis died on the toilet, taking a shit, doing blow. Are you fucking me? Whitney Houston blew her nose out on cocaine. So many rich people do weird things like piss on children and stuff if you're R. Kelly and um, maybe even fornicate with children if you're Jeffrey Epstein and all this weird stuff. It's because rich people have too much time on their hands they have not been playing life on hard mode like us poor folk and when I think about that I do feel lucky that sometimes I would have to stare at roaches one time one fell on my face I I won't lie y'all heard the Freddie Gibbs story or um some some famous rapper talked about um roaches falling on their heads and like <laughs> i think it, it it was the funny thing about it was that he said 16 roaches like he counted how many roaches fell on his head but um it happens a roach was on my face before guys and i mean if that's something i can't be grateful for for escaping then i don't know what i'm doing because sometimes i just forget about those days i forget about the days when all we had to eat was chicken pot pies and burgers or some shit who knows forget about a lot from the broke days and for the right reasons i guess you know because trauma and other things i just get really caught up in this bougie life i live now being a suburban dude and whatnot and i'm just grateful that Um, I don't have the urge to fuck kids or go down in a submarine and look at the fucking Titanic, okay? Because if that was my life, God, I would hate myself. Jesus Christ, would I hate myself. And maybe that's what drives the rich people off the edge is the hate they feel because life is just fucking stupid. For them, at least. Us poor people, it gets really interesting around here. Sometimes, sometimes you have to, you know, um, something. I don't know. I've never sucked dick for anything, but some people get that get get to that point. And I, I mean, no shame if that's how you make your your skin in the game. Then, no pun intended. Um, then go for it, right? But for me, I'm lucky enough to. Um, not have to go through that and I hope that somebody listening can appreciate that part of their life themselves and hopefully that made any sense to anybody and I guess at the end of the day what I'm trying to say is why do rich people feel so entitled and why are they spending their resources going down to see a fucking shipwreck I don't even want to start talking about that Titanic submarine again. It pisses me off so much. But Why are they not using their money to like solve the solution to pollution or the fucking uh, climate change crisis? Is that even solvable? Why aren't they using their minds to uh, murder people like Greg Abbott? This is a comedy podcast, by the way. Everything I say, I do not mean but why 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 are why are these uh resources this money why is it not being allocated better than what it is? you telling me Jeffrey Epstein was the richest man alive, and the only thing he can think to do with all that money was fuck children what the fuck what type of world do we live in I, you know how you're with your friends and you say what what would you do if you won the lottery? I would go uh. Fuck Kim Kardashian or some shit Do um fucking I would roll joints till my fucking lungs collapsed Or something right Not once has I mean hopefully I don't think this is what they're thinking deep inside But not once anyone I asked that question Has ever said I would Fuck all the 13 year olds I could What the fuck What the hell What world are we living in This is fucking Insane and I love, I love being pissed off at rich people. It's like the easiest thing in the world, isn't it? Cause they just, they just fucking walk around, slimy lizards. Fucking hate them. I don't even know why. It's just, and it's not even that. Like I'm saying, it's not even that I'm, uh, I'm ashamed of growing up broke because, it, it, it's character defining. It's something that has to happen. It's like my uh, fucking uncle Ben dying. Was me having to fucking see roaches under my posters. What the fuck, man? What the fuck is life? What is it? What does it mean? Who knows? What? Why do we have to live on a planet and, and experience a consciousness that has to decipher between good and bad rich people or... Is there even a good rich people, or why do we have to live in a world where there's these people that will fuck 13-year-olds? Of all the places in the world and shit we could live, we could be fucking riding dragons to work. We could be fucking slaying down fucking... uh. Enemy knights and fucking girls that like thought that was noble and saving the princess from the castle, but instead we're having to watch Jeffrey Epstein kill himself in fucking prison because he killed, he fucking fucked girls, 13 year olds. I'd much rather live in fucking uh, far, far away. You remember, you remember in Shrek 3 when you saw Far Far Away Land and you said, What the fuck, that shit looks cool as hell all the fucking fairy tales just out here existing and you're like you like think that that's like possible at some point and then you're like wait what the fuck people fuck kids what people fuck donkeys people fuck donkeys guys people fuck donkeys there's an island of a tribe of people that think that you as a Adolescent, teenage boy has to go and fuck a donkey. You have to learn how to have sex by fucking a donkey. What are we talking about? Is it not crazy? Like, is it is it not, like, resonating with other people? Or do people just, like, shove that shit under the rug? Like, no problem, right? To each their own. And I'm not saying I'm going to start, like, the anti-donkey fucking coalition here. I'm just saying, like... Why are we not in a better world? Oh my goodness. It's so weird. What is what is the game being played here? I don't understand. People fuck donkeys, dude. Which is worse? Oh my, which is worse? Fucking a donkey or fucking a 13 year old? And I don't condone either of those, obviously. I'm, I am just unraveling reality right here for you, alright? A plane hit the Twin Tower. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That one's not funny. But there's there are people out here where that is their normal life. Imagine being the incarnation where you're 13 years old and your, your village senior is walking you to the woods. You see a donkey tied up to a post, a female donkey. The tail gets raised up. The village senior says, This is how you warm them up, buddy. Do I need to go on? Do I need to go on? Imagine that life. You don't have to imagine it. You don't even have to think about it. Because let me tell you something. One day, you're going to be that kid that has to fuck a donkey. All right? And one day, you may just be Jeffrey Epstein. And I don't know, I don't know how that works, I don't know why I believe it, I don't know why it makes sense, but I don't know, someday you're going to be everybody, you're going to live every single incarnation, you are uh, a God looking through a lens of life that we think is our reality and it is the furthest thing from it. And why it makes sense, why it resonates with me, I don't understand. I don't get it. All I know is that I like collecting art. And I like looking at art. And I like um, creativity. I love uh, outsource, flow of of life. And uh, seeing uh, individuality through art. And being a part of it and trying to... Uh, Reproduce what I see in my life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't have the answers. One of the things that's always got me about reincarnation is like, do we keep, uh, am I just like, do we just never live in this 1700s again? When I reincarnate, do I come to like the 28th? 2080s or some shit am i gonna be like is it that type of reincarnation where you just keep going with the world too or is it like uh just like a complete roll of the dice where you can be hitler maybe one time or or um maybe the next time you're fucking joe biden or and then the time after that you're fucking nelson mandela and then you're a fucking uh cockroach that has to eat shit to survive they're dung beetles. There's such thing as a dung beetle. And I watch, I, I was listening to this uh, Christian guy on the radio, right? And to some of y'all, that obviously sounds weird considering I love Satan. And I would suck Satan's dick till he fucking blew a fat fucking load down my throat. But I was listening to this Christian evangelist, right? he had been born with a disease or something i'm so sorry he had no legs and i'm pretty sure no arms this man is straight torso right and you know what he choose of of his existence of all things what he what does he want to question not his god that he believes in not why he was made to just be a torso He wants to question why Hindus believe in reincarnation. Are you fucking me? You have no legs and no arms. And the number one problem on your to-do list is why do Hindus believe in reincarnation? Fuck off. You like his point was, you know, Hindus believe that you can come back as a butterfly. They must not believe, they must not know how many butterflies I've ran over in my wheelchair. Fuck off. Oh my god. Who, I feel, and it's like I can't even oppose this guy, because like, you you know, you're like, it's, it's like edgy waters there, you don't want to like, be an ableist, but then also, it's like, what, what, why? Like, why is that? Why is that number one on your problems, dude? You got you got more problems to deal with right now than wondering why people believe in this thing. And why is that always... Why is the sales pitch for Christians always, well, the other one is bad, right? It's like a little fucking five-year-old saying, well, he did it, first. Fuck off. Oh, my God. Why... Why is there no common ground in any type of like Christianity? Why is there never like you know, well, the Hindus could still go to heaven too? No, 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 no. It's just straight hell. You don't you don't believe in God, enjoy a river of fire for eternity, brother. Yeah, okay. That's so loving. Great. What am I even trying to say here, guys? That that dude Pissed me off so bad when I heard it. And I don't even, it's not even about the fact that he has bigger problems to deal with. It's just, why? Why is that so scary to people that you can come back as a butterfly? Think about the grace of a butterfly. Think about not having to pay a fucking bill and living for two months. What? How long do butterflies live? This, this is worthy of the Google, the old Google. Let's see. Let's. Let's figure this out. How long do butterflies live? The longest live adult butterflies live for nine months to a year. you telling me all you have to do is live a year in life, and that scares you? All you have to do is one year of being completely primal. You know, people don't understand that these animals and stuff they're living in a completely primal understanding of life where it is, it is second nature it is nature it's not you you can't even use the term second nature when describing it because it is just nature in itself and why does that scare you why does it well i i mentioned being a dung beetle but why does that why would that scare me i have one job in life and it is to eat shit till i fucking die and i can come back as maybe something better Maybe this life I'm a dung beetle, but maybe next life I can be a fucking caterpillar that turns into a butterfly, right? Or maybe the life after that, I can be a fucking black cat named Osiris who gets loved till the fucking cows come home, baby. How often do I say till the cows come home? I think about that sometimes. How country is that of me to say till the cows come home? Do people even use that term? Who knows, right? What am I talking about here? All I'm saying is, man, don't be like that fucking Christian torso out there fucking spewing hate on all these other religions when so much hate could easily be spewed towards you. And why would you even I can't even fathom the reason why I wouldn't want to spew hate towards this guy. But the fact that he has spewed hate onto something I love makes it so much easier for me to call him a torso. Do you understand that? That's what you're opening yourself up to whenever you hate shit. Alright? You hate shit? I'm automatically gonna find something to hate about you, fucker. Cause you're the fucking problem. You're the one that hated us first. Shitbag. Now look who's pointing fingers like a five year old. Bitch. I don't care. You get what I'm saying? Don't be a fucking hater, dude. You got fucking shit to deal with other than... What the Hindus think about their fucking life. Go figure out your shit, brother. At the end of the day, we all know how I feel, what I think. And it is that I love every single one of you, no matter what it means to you. How you take that love. And if you even feel it, just know that it's getting sent out to you. And man, what a great one. I feel like I really hit a point there that I've been needing to get out for a while. It sounded great, and um, I hope anybody got anything from that. As I always say every time, maybe guess soon, maybe not. I'm having a lot of fun doing what I'm doing now, and uh, I think it's pretty cool. It's made for some of the best podcasts I think I've ever put out. So, If you were out there listening and you made it to the end, please tell a friend. Tell a guy that you see down the street, uh, sit at the front of a bar and ask everybody that walks in if they've heard of the walking home podcast, because that is how we will change humanity for the better. And I just want you to know that whoever you are, I love you so very dearly. And you are the essence of reality and you're loved. Thank you so much for everything and
1: and I see here it seems like these kids are just regurgitating Bible verses. I want to know if you really understand what it is that you are
0: I would like to make up a reading comprehension test for your kids to see if they really you're not on mics so
1: this, this pre- students an a know, could you student give me school could you maybe me give me a Bible verse oh that doesn't you mean interpret it or something yeah, yeah, could, you, yeah. Could, you, could you could you preach for us and let us and then tell us what it is you mean I'm
2: biblical.
1: Mm-hmm. Both ways. could you duffy could you in your own words? Word. You yeah yeah whatever you want to do the well there's a verse. There's a verse. You want him to preach? Yeah, yeah. Get up and preach.
2: Get up and
1: preach. Yeah, go ahead, stand up right where you are if you want to. Go ahead. Jeffy, do you want to preach? If you want to. If you don't want to, the audience to, you don't. shouldn't be able to intimidate you. into this. If you want to do it you, it's up to you. Whosoever therefore there for shall be ashamed of me and the my words of in this intolerant and sinful generation of Okay. Okay. okay, now wait a minute, wait just a minute, wait just a minute please. People want to know what that means that you just said. In your own word, tell us what does that mean. It means just what it says. Oh, right. Don't yell it, don't yell it to us, tell us what, what that means. Well, Bi- I've never read the Bible, let's pretend, and I don't understand that type of um, language. Tell me how, it, how that applies in my own life. Well why I'm screaming is um the Bible definition of preaching is Isaiah 58 1. It says cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet.
2: Stay away from the Bible, definitely.
1: Tell How do you stay away from the Bible if you're gonna
0: preach though? The Bible says you're to speak as the oracles of God. If you don't want to talk the way this
2: Bible talks, you should keep your mouth shut. <laughs>
1: you Okay, yes,
2: ma'am.
1: We still look, but you understand what people are saying. They want you to interpret what you
0: just said, Duffy. The Bible says, does not interpretation belong to God? Genesis chapter 40, read it.
1: I understand that, David. What we're saying is, though, Duffy, do you understand what you just said? Could you put into your own words what you just said? Um, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I know what it means, but I just can't. Please let
1: him speak, yes. Um means, um,
0: well, I know what it means, but it's just hard to understand. But, you got to um, realize that the prophets were out there saying, thus saith the LORD, and um, they didn't even know who it who was. They didn't understand what they were saying. Prophets were out there saying, thus saith the LORD, and um, they didn't even know who it who was. They didn't
1: understand what they were saying. Prophets were out there saying, thus saith the LORD, and um, they didn't even know who it who was. They didn't understand what they were saying. They didn't understand what they were saying.
0: If you don't want to talk the way this Bible talks, you should keep your mouth shut. You should keep your mouth shut. You don't want to talk like the Bible, girl. Keep that mouth shut.
2: First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, a man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all, to be testified in due time. Whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array. But, which becometh woman professing godliness, with good works, let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing, if they continue in faith and charity, and holiness with sobriety.
0: Uh If you don't want to talk the way this Bible talks, you should keep your mouth shut.